Hey, real estate besties. Today is Tuesday. And around here, that means that we are answering your burning questions. Now, I don't care if it's about a deal that you're working, just a question on how to organize something in your business, or if you just want to dish with your good real estate bestie, I am here to answer your questions. Now, if you have a question, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash ask, and you'll be able to leave a voicemail and I will answer your question on the podcast. Let's get into our question for today. Hey, Rosemary, this is Dion calling from Houston. I am so excited um, just to be able to pick your brain. This weekend, I had a client who um, we were in a situation where it was a multiple offer situation. I told them that, but they still wanted to lowball. And so I am just interested to know how you would handle that situation, how you would respond to the client um, and move forward with that transaction. Hey, Dion girl, thank you so much for your question. Okay, so y'all are like us in Houston. It is the spring of 2023 and multiple offers are definitely returning to our market. So Dion, my very first thing that I would say is making sure that we have proper set proper expectations with clients and that starts with a buyer's consultation. So when I have a buyer's consultation and we go through the nitty gritty of what it looks like to purchase a home, make sure that we get the representation agreement signed. But I actually give like some scenarios, right, of different things that we may encounter before we go out to look at a house. So I give examples, you know, based on where they want to be, what the market is looking like. And I just speak authentically to them. And I might say something at the time of consultation, like, hey, I want you to put yourself in the seller's position, right? If you had a house that just came to market and you know that you priced it, you know, I'm always going to give you feedback. It's priced according to comps. On the very first weekend that your home is listed, would you accept an offer that is $20,000 less? Why or why not? I find that when I take a buyer and put them in the seller's shoes and vice versa, if I have to have these type of conversations with the seller um, about something that they might want a buyer to do, then it helps them to understand, like, let's talk about what your response will be. And okay, now let's, let's think about what it might look like if we were the actual seller. Um, then I just give them strategy. Now, okay, if, if this is something that's really important to you and we're really wanting to target, you know, based on your feedback as a seller, you would not accept that offer. If we really want to target homes that um, that we might be able to negotiate a good deal off of the list price, statistically, right? I don't say absolutely this is what happens, but statistically, we're going to have a better shot when we are targeting homes that have been, have had more market time. And I'm going to back that up with data, okay? Now, fast forward, let's just pretend that we didn't get a chance to have that conversation and we are in a situation like you were this weekend. I'm going to gain as much information. I'm still gonna have that conversation, um, you know, just to say, hey, this is what we know. Let's talk about what we know. What we know is that there are a lot of, there's a lot of interest on this property to the extent that they have more than one offer. They're calling for an offer deadline. And this is what this normally looks like. And I would give them statistics. I would show them something similar that has sold and you know what the activity was like. I might even pick up the phone and call a listing agent who has something pending or recently sold in the community so that I could get feedback about what 
the buyers um, were like that were offering because that is now our competition. Okay. So after I give my buyers all of that information, I will always say, hey, I'm going to I'm like Dennis from I got this from Dennis from Peloton. He says, I make suggestions so that you can make decisions. And I was just straight up let my buyers know, like at the end of the day, this is such an important purchase. And I don't want you all to go through an emotional roller coaster. OK, so I want us to put our absolute best foot forward. If you really love this house and you really want to get it. I know what will just really upset you is if we don't put our best foot forward and our best foot may have won, okay? So my encouragement to you, especially in a situation with multiple offers where we likely will not have an opportunity to counter um, because this is the way market goes, is we need to put our best foot forward. Now, if that looks like you talking to the lender, that looks like us crunching the numbers to really figure out what makes sense for you, I'm gonna strongly encourage you to do so. And this is why, and I'm going to point them back to the data. I'm not gonna say what I think. I'm not going to make them feel stupid. You know, I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm literally going to point them to the data and tell them again, I'm here to help you make decisions. And I'm going to just put them back with that seller hat. If you were the seller and you received two offers and one looked like this and one looked like that, you know, would you even be inclined to respond or would you wait for a bit? Um, And that's literally how I would have the conversation. Now, here's the thing. I wish I could tell you everybody's going to go with your go with my advice. Um, a lot of this comes with just developing rapport and the preparation work prior to even getting them out and realistically setting expectations. But at the end of the day, if you are working with someone who is consistently not um, not valuing or uh, responding to your level of professionalism, then you might have to make a decision on is this client the best fit for you, okay? Because not only will they become frustrated and overwhelmed and likely decide to sit out on market if they're not making realistic offers, but it's ultimately going to be a waste of the time that you could be spending with someone who is ready to play ball. Um, so that that I hope this was helpful for you, Dion. I wish you all the best. And for all of my other real estate besties, couple things. I do have two freebies. One is a multiple offer guide that will help you. Like if your client is looking to figure out, okay, how can I compete if you're in a market that has multiple offers, go to rosemarylewis.com forward slash multiple offers. That's the first thing I want you to do. And then second, look, if you have questions, we want to make sure that we are answering your question too. I want to hear it on the podcast. So go to rosemarylewis.com forward slash ask, A-S-K, ask me about anything and we will answer it here. All right, besties, this was fun and I will talk to you soon. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group. Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? 
that's what we're missing we are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms so let's talk about what you can get we are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry we're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together so again head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.